Hi guys, welcome back to another rant session and episode of the podcast Unfiltered Simplicity with Swati. Today I want to talk about how messed up 2020 has been. I mean, come on. Whenever you think that it's not going to get any worse, it just boom gets way worse. Like at this point I'm not even surprised with the things that are happening. Like I can only be regretful about a set number of things and right now I am not i mean i'm sympathetic yes i'm not i'm not evil but i'm not surprised is what i want to say um so what i've been doing this entire quarantine is watching movies because you cannot go out and man if you want to go out please again wear your masks and take care of yourself and use your sanitizer and wash your hands you you know the drill i you know the drill don't be ignorant but uh, don't consume so much social media that it starts affecting your mental health anyway um i've been sitting in my pajamas all day and watching movies consuming art just like constantly from shows to movies yes but like new music and like oh my god taylor swift released an album and like diljeet dosanjh released an album excuse me um both of them were amazing and um, i want to talk about how much movies affect you i feel movies have always been that source of inspiration and motivation and guidance to like everyone not just like people who are underaged but like the younger generation i agree but also people who are older movies have always been like a visual representation of an ideal world right or like or like something to think about movies really really do impact you and this debate is not new i know it came up even when kabir singh released but uh, it's okay i mean i do think that we have to agree that movies do affect you like a lot the one movie that affected me a lot growing up was oh my god kuch kuch hota hai can we take a second there please kuch kuch hota hai was the most problematic movie of the entire decade and um, for people who have not watched it वैसे तो i don't think there's anyone who's not watched it because it's like suryavansham everyone's watched suryavansham right um it's about this love triangle between anjali and rahul and the third chick who dies um and salman khan <laughs> anyway um so that's not a love triangle but it happens in two timelines so whatever um basically there was this character of anjali that i would like to characterize that i shredded and stole i took bits and pieces of the character and laid it between my personality this character stealing did, was did not stop at like kuch kuch hota hai but continued throughout my life throughout every form of art that i consumed the kind of music i liked or the kind of books i liked were heavily dependent upon the last movie that i had liked and seen and soon enough i started realizing that there was problem in that approach but coming back to kuch kuch hota hai 
I would think that the one lesson that that movie taught me is that I need to recognize red flags much earlier in my life. I feel like when you like someone or have affection towards someone, you wear rose-colored glasses and ignore those red flags as if the world is utopian and everything's all right and yeah, nothing's bad. There is always a justification and a reasoning and an excuse behind that red flag and maybe they need your help and you can help them. And uh, basically what I think is Anjali should have settled down with Aman and not Rahul because Rahul was not a good guy. And the problem is that where I think the problem comes down to is the problematic behavior that we keep justifying. For example, a guy does... uh, an act that is borderline toxic, emotionally abusive or problematic and you're hurt. You get really, really hurt. But then they come back and they practically beg you, give you all the attention in the world and apologize and fix it. And then you think that, oh my God, this person is the biggest victim of circumstance and you need to forgive them and help them on top of it because you are mother nature and you need to help everybody because that is what the society has taught you. And this creates a cycle. This vicious cycle of them putting out their problematic behavior and you accepting it and forgiving it. I think the biggest reason why this happens is because we don't have boundaries set out for ourselves. We've not been taught to set out boundaries. We've not been asked to set out boundaries. We've not been encouraged to set out boundaries for ourselves. Um, the one book that I would really recommend is Unfuck Your Boundaries by Faith G. Harpur. It was genuinely revolutionary for me to read. But um, in that book, she says that there are seven kind of boundaries. The first one's physical. Then there's property, sexual, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, and time. So I feel like throughout my life, or throughout, I guess, everyone's life, we've just been taught that your boundaries have to be, you know, like permeable. Everyone should be able to get through them. Your time should be everyone else's time, and you cannot. It's selfish to put out a boundary. It's selfish to put out space for yourself and I feel like on top of this there is also a lot of um, social media boundary that you need to put in place that I've been trying to do over the past couple months that you can only let so much so get in I'm not saying be ignorant about what is happening or what is taking place but there is a limit to how much you're allowed to push yourself through in the book it said that there are three kinds of boundaries there's rigid there's permeable and there's flexible so rigid are where obviously as the word suggests where nobody can get in or nobody can get out these boundaries are set in place and you can't pretty much work around them permeable is when there is basically no rules it's not regulated basically and uh, I think that is what we're taught 
in the society that this is the ideal form of boundary setting that your physical boundaries should not be taken into place if it's allowed by the society or your time boundaries for example should be permeable and your intellectual boundaries should be permeable but i feel like it's suggested as the book suggested that your boundary should be flexible and you can only have flexible boundaries if you listen to your inner voice and decide that this is where you want to keep it for this you need to align with your own body with your own mind and need to analyze that maybe this time where i'm really annoyed because of no reason maybe there is a boundary that's being violated in my life and i do not have a physical or mental recognizance of it and i need to recognize that violation of my boundary and i need to communicate it i need to explain it but i don't i need to say it but i don't need to explain it to someone i don't need to explain why my sexual boundary is only limited to this place and i need to put my point across without over explaining myself but i need to say it and i need it to be respected and the next time all i want to say is whenever you feel like you're angry or depressed or annoyed because of no reason maybe you might want to introspect and check if your boundaries were violated and that is why guys i feel like don't let anyone or anything violate you and your boundaries not even if they're wearing a very nice necklace which spells cool as rahul did in kuch kuch hota don't let rahuls in the world violate your emotional physical intellectual boundaries for anyone else and respect that and take care of yourself and yeah everything's going to be all right i know it feels like it's not gonna but uh, it will hopefully real soon thank you all for listening genuinely genuinely take care of yourself i will pray for everyone who's listening to it i genuinely will and i know that when it seems real dark outside you need to find the light within yourself and you will trust me you will thank you bye bye